Welcome to Seize Your Midlife, the podcast exclusively for midlife women. I'm your host, Bree Schumacher. We are going to dive into all the things from health and hormones to beauty and wellness. We'll be asking the question, what's my midlife purpose? And what am I going to do with the rest of my life? We'll also be interviewing women who've taken leaps or made U-turns in midlife. This conversation is going to be engaging, sometimes educational, a little bit funny, and always real. It is my sincere hope that you find your midlife purpose and lead your most fulfilling life. So join us on this journey to seize your midlife. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Seize Your Midlife. I am so glad you are here today. So I am sitting here on this foggy morning drinking a, I would call like a fake eggnog latte because it's just coffee I made in my French press with the Khalifa Farms. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Almond eggnog. Oh my gosh, so good. If you like eggnog but don't like the fat in the calories, such a great alternative. If you do not like eggnog, stick with me because I am sharing today five things that you can do to get into the right headspace and be ready for 2023 to be one of your best years yet. And the truth is I kind of hate like New Year's resolutions, right? I think they say like the majority of people fall off their New Year's resolution within like two weeks or something like that. So I'm not suggesting by any of these things that you make a New Year's resolution. I don't think New Year's resolutions work and hell, the statistics prove they don't. But I think these things are really going to get your head in the right place so that you can be excited about this next year as you come out of such a super busy season. Okay, let's get started with my little list. Okay, the first thing is I think it's really important to reflect on the previous year as you go into a new year. And I told you all about my friend Shannon and her amazing workshop, the annual review, where you look at every single month of the year and reflect on things that you've done. It's so good. If you want information, let me know. But kind of on the same note, I want you to think about three moments that made your heart swell or that brought you awe. When I think just off the top of my head right now, and I need to do some like deeper digging on this, but two moments that really stand out for me from this year is one, um, taking my oldest girlfriend, not oldest age, but longest friends, um, my friend from elementary school, taking her to Low Country, which is my favorite part of South Carolina. And seeing the way that she fell in love with all the little roadside places and the marsh and the things the way that I did. I mentioned this, I think, in one of my stories. Maybe I didn't mention it here on the podcast. But we were walking on the beach. And it's a beach that's very quiet. So there's nobody else around us. And I say out loud, God, just one more dolphin. I want to see one more dolphin because we were getting ready to leave that day. And we look up. 
and one dolphin, two dolphins, three dolphins, five dolphins are literally just swimming alongside us. And I love that moment so much because of how magical it was, but also the metaphor of saying out loud to the universe what you want. So that's one of the moments where I'm like, oh, that was just magical. And the second was the oyster roast that my family went to at Thanksgiving. What a great experience. Like so fun to do something new, to be steeped in um, the Southern culture because we're new to the South, um, to watch my kids hula hooping and laughing with their friends, listening to really good live music. And of course, the Marsh View, my favorite. So those are two of my moments. And I would love to hear from all of you what your moments of awe or heart swell are. And I recommend you think of three. I need to like sit back and think of my third. I know there are many. And maybe you want to even scroll through your pictures and be like, oh, that moment. Okay. And then think of something that you feel really proud of from 2022. And when I think of 2022, I think of two things for me that I feel proud of. And I am still in this place of kind of struggling with who I am, what I'm going to do, where I'm going after selling my business. But when I look at the things that I've been able to do or that I've done that are so different that I wouldn't have done if I had held on to my business, especially trying to do it remotely, I do feel proud. And starting this podcast, literally having no clue hitting record and being like, is anybody going to listen? I mean, heck, I don't know. I feel proud that I did that. I feel proud that I stepped into something that I really didn't know what I was doing, that I had to learn something new to even get started. I'm proud of that. And I'm proud of the way that I've connected with women and um, hopefully told important stories of other women and celebrated women in midlife. I feel really proud of that. And then the next thing that comes to mind for me is about my condo. I think I've told you guys before I have um, another like social media site called Be Somewhere Sunny, where I kind of talk about fun places to visit, things that are sunny, all of that. Um, It's actually probably where I show up the most on social media is my Instagram at Be Somewhere Sunny. Why am I telling you that? Well, because through Be Somewhere Sunny, I bought this very ugly, very dated, very like floral green, like condo with a magnificent view of the ocean in a beautiful resort and through my vision, renovated it from floor to ceiling. And when it was done, I was so proud to be like, oh my gosh, look at these before, look at these after. And then the really full culmination of that was selling that this year in 2022. So I feel proud of those two things. And I think that if you think about what you're proud of, it doesn't have to be a big thing. Another thing that I feel really proud of is driving my kids to school in the morning and more importantly, getting my little guy off the bus every day. Like brings me so much joy and not something that I was always able to do when I was running a bigger company. So it can be those little things that you're like, gosh, I showed up really well as a mom or I 
turned my marriage around by scheduling weekly dates, like whatever it is, think about for you something or multiple things. I just told you three things that I feel proud of. Think about that for you. And then the third thing that I want you to think about is one thing. And I literally mean limit this to one thing that you want to improve or take more charge of in regards to your health and wellness. The reason why I say one thing is that if you're like, I'm going to eat better and I'm going to exercise more and I'm going to get outside and I'm going to take all the vitamins and I'm going to do all these things, you're not going to get past that two weeks. So instead, pick one area that you want to focus on and make that the focus for 2023, your health and wellness. And maybe for you, it's exercise 20 minutes, three or four times a week. And literally like write yourself a note after you're done with this podcast or pause it and write yourself a note and just say, this is what I want to do for my health and wellness. I know for me, one of the things I really want to do is try to eat more real food. I feel like I'm (laughs) like a super salty person, not like salty as in the like sassy salty way, but like I love salty foods. And so I find that I reach for a lot of like salty chips and crackers and things like that that I know are not great for me. So that's my intention with my health and wellness in this next year. My, Of course, I have lots of things that I would like to do better or more of, but that's my one thing. So pick your one thing. Okay, this next one. You might not be as enthusiastic about this one, but I think it's really important. And part of the reason why I put this on the list is because I want to do this. I don't know about you, but like as the year goes on, I feel like there's just more and more clutter in my life, in my house, in my closet. And I'm guessing that it's the same for you, especially if you are a mom and like things pile up. So what I want you to do is focus on three areas that you can declutter five things from. Okay. That sounds like a lot, but I think if you are like intentional about it, you can do it really quick. So first is your closet. Can you, or I should say you should, let's tackle this together. Get rid of five things. Five things. Could be a pair of shoes that you're like, oh my God, these kill my feet, but they are so sexy give them to Goodwill. Somebody else will just get the sex appeal from your fancy shoes that you are never going to wear that are wasting space and cluttering up your closet. Or maybe it's those jeans that you see every morning that you're like, oh, I'm going to lose the five pounds and I'm going to be able to zip those up. Just get rid of those jeans. Five things. Five things out of your closet that you're going to donate, whether it's you donate to someone you know, to Goodwill, to whatever organization it is, get five things out of your closet. I'm excited to tackle this one, to be honest, because I had hangers on my list (laughs) for Target. And you know what? I don't want to buy new hangers. Like that's a stupid purchase. I want to get rid of five things. So the next area that I want you to declutter five things from, which you could probably declutter 500 things from, is electronically. So whether it's from your phone that you're like, oh my God, I have like 27 of this same picture or it's from your computer where you're like, these are old files from a company I don't even work for anymore or whatever it is, five electronic files. 
you do more, great. Like, awesome. I hope I do more because I keep getting this notice on my laptop that I'm like about out of memory. So I need to delete like all the thousands of food pictures from when I used to have my food blog that I haven't had in years and years, right? The next area that I want you to declutter is in your house, around your house. I think if you just start at your front door, look right, look left, and go, what is there? Like right now, I can literally picture my entryway and that my neighbor left like a wine glass at my house. It is sitting by my front door. Why is it sitting by my front door? I need to just go give that to her. Like I can think about this back office that we have that's just like kids' books and all these things that are back there. So my gosh, again, I could probably declutter 50 things, but I'm going to focus on five because just like those New Year's resolutions, if you get your list too big, if you tackle too much, it's going to be one of those things like, I don't know if you've ever done this, where you like pull everything out and then you're just sitting in this pile and you're like, oh my gosh, why did I start this project? That's not going to happen if you just do five things. So declutter five things from your house. And maybe you just even start with one room that you know is going to make you feel better. Having less clutter definitely makes you feel better. I think even like statistically they show that it's like less anxiety producing to have less clutter. So that was the last area that I wanted you to work on decluttering. So just to recap, because I feel like I stumbled on my words a little bit there, you're going to declutter your closet, your electronics, and then around your house five things in each one of those categories. Okay. And then this last thing that I want you to do to get your mind in the right place as you go into 2023 is I want you to envision that 2023 has come and gone. And I want you to close your eyes and think about how 2023 felt for you. So when you do this exercise, I think you're going to have to think about what you want it to feel like first. And then when you close your eyes and you really picture this and then you say it out loud or you write it on a paper, you are intentional about this. I want you to imagine as if 2023 has finished and you already feel the things. So for example, when I just like quick – close my eyes and think this, the first thing that comes up for me is I want to feel present. I want to feel like I make a difference. And so instead of saying I want to feel like, I'm going to say in 2023, I really made a difference. In 2023, I really stayed present. Okay, see how I did that? That's what I want you to do. And then the second piece of this fifth one is I want you to think about what you want to accomplish in 2023 in that same way. So one of my goals, I think I've mentioned to you guys before, is I want to get back on a stage or in a place where I can train, teach, lead because that is kind of my jam. What do they say? Like working in your genius and something that I miss dearly from my business because every year, four times a year, I would get up in front of new teachers and train on our method and share my enthusiasm and love of Spanish and all of our curriculum we wrote and all the things. And literally, I would be on fire, like lit up because I was meant to be in that room doing that. And over the years, I had opportunities to speak in other ways too and feels so good to me, energizes me so much. But also I love the way that it helps others and 
the connections that are made. So my goal for 2023 is to have at least one opportunity to do that again. And I feel even like my instinct when I say that to you is to be like, but it probably won't happen because where would I speak? And who would I speak to? And how would I get in touch with them? And what would I say? And I start going the but the, 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 like we all do, right, about those big things that we want to do. So that's why there's that second half of this, which is closing your eyes, imagining that 2023 has come and gone, and you are now looking back on it, and you did the thing. So for me, I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to picture myself on a stage or in a packed room with my arms out, with a big smile on my face, and I am speaking. And so what I'm going to then say to myself is, in 2023, I really lit up that room that I got to speak to. And I feel like I led women in an amazing way, as if it already happened. Okay, so I love number five. I think it's so good because our minds are powerful tools and our instinct Even as I say this, like I said, our instinct is to backpedal and but if and probably not. But I don't want you to do that. You are going to do amazing things in 2023. This is going to be your year, girlfriend. I know it. So I hope these five things were helpful for you. I wrote them because I need them for myself. And so that's why I was like, I'm going to share it with you because you are my friends. So thanks for showing up. Thanks for listening. I am so grateful for you. I am humbled that you care about anything I have to say. It means so very much. If you can so kindly tell a friend about the podcast or if you can subscribe, that's huge. I really appreciate it. The more women that join in on this conversation, the fuller it will be. Have a beautiful rest of 2022 and an amazing lead up to 2023. I am, like always, rooting for you. 